Hello and welcome again to the fourth episode of Much Do About Rugby where we chat about everything rugby. I'm back again with Maxon and Maliki and today we've got a bit more of a personal episode going on. We are going to talk a little bit about our own rugby experiences. How do we get into rugby? Some funny stories maybe, depending on how funny you find us. Probably not very funny, but uh, yeah. First of all though, I'd like to go through just a couple of bits of news maybe that people might be interested in. Uh, George Cruz, England lock, is set for a move to Japan uh, at the end of the season, which is Sad times. interesting because he's actually quite a quite a good line out person to have in in mm. in the England squad. He did um, like a um, he did like a message on all the Sari social medias, and I was tearing up. Oh, you weren't. Oh dear. <laughs> uh, Basically, said what actually what was interesting. Well, he said about it, he was like, yeah, I was a really crap player when I arrived at Saris. I was actually really, really average. And they basically turned me into an insane player. Yeah, when you got that many good players around you, like, maybe you're made to True. look a bit better than you actually are. True. I don't know. But uh, the second piece of rugby news, the last piece of rugby news I'm going to say, um, Northern Hemisphere and Southern Hemisphere uh, rugby uh, boards, they're in talks to align the world calendar. That will basically mean that uh, the leagues in both the Southern and the Northern Hemisphere will be played at the same time and the international matches will all happen at the same time. So you'll have the Rugby Championship at the same time as the Six Nations and it'll essentially make playing these international matches like the Autumn Internationals much easier. Uh, the rugby players will receive less, less stress on the amount of games they play and things like this. So quite a good idea. Um what do you guys make of that? Do you think that would um, open up scope for there to be a Northern v, Northern v Southern Hemisphere club final, like an official one? It would indeed, which I think would uh, be very interesting. What the, the winners winners of the Super Rugby versus versus winners of yeah. the Champion Champions Cup? Yeah, that would be so. That'd cool. be mental. They'd have to have it in a big stadium. I mean, who wouldn't want tickets for that? Everyone wants to yeah. see that. I think they were gonna they were gonna have it a few years back. They were gonna have the Highlanders face Toulon when mm. Toulon won I it about four or five one. years ago. Mm. But it just... I think they did do one of them. I think they did. Um, the last one I can the last like Super Rugby v Northern Hemisphere match I can remember was when Saris played the Sharks and Saris actually lost at Allianz Park. When was that? Um, that was like four years ago. Five years ago, but I d they definitely did like a winner versus winner once. Um, but I don't think it really attracted that much interest, or maybe I just don't remember it because it wasn't England. I don't know why yeah. I wouldn't, because it, it'd be pretty interesting because it's literally like, who is the best club in the world? Mm. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, a li little bit of something to look look forward to there. Uh, now, I think we'll get into the personal stuff. So, Maliki, let me come to you first. How did you get into rugby, mate? Uh, started off, I don't know how young it was, but, um, it was a four year four, um, but my dad took me to Farnham Rugby Club in Surrey. Um, I think Johnny Wilkinson played there at one point and yeah, pre brass With you, with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's my <laughs> coach mate. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, uh, I just, I can't really remember much about that to be fair. I just remember one training session, I just... Uh, tried to catch a ball and just completely hit me in the face. That's pretty much my only memory oh, no, of that. No, nothing's changed there then. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, then moved on to Hayward Heath, where moved to Sussex. That's um, where Joe Joe Marler played, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They um, yeah, not bad team. It was literally just the local club, but played there for a bit. Played for Cumnor as well. Big up Cumnor. Um, Come Cum- Cum- House yeah, School. Huh? Come to house school, West Sussex, big up. <laughs> Ed's dad went there as well. He did yeah, indeed. Actually, I didn't know yeah. that. <laughs> so did um what's this called? Chris Robshaw. Ooh. So you've actually got a lot of rugby connections, or should do. I don't think you actually know Chris Robshaw or Johnny Wilkinson, but Yeah. <laughs> no. Wow, maybe you should use your connections, get them on the podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm sure they would love to, to be fair. <laughs> But um, um, yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much how I just got into rugby through my dad just taking it to, taking me to club, club local club, and then just started playing for school. Obviously, then got a bit, bit taller, a bit bare at Cumnor, and then arrived at Cranbrook, played a bit there. Nice one, nice one, M- Mackie. How did you get into it? Yeah, so I first went down Tunbridge Juddians Rugby Club when I was about four years old. Of your so of my, your own accord, um, you just took a took a stroll down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopped in the car, just drove down. Thought I'd join in mini's training. No, my um, my mum was uh, recommended to go down to TJ's from a friend of mine, David Wilkinson, um, and basically was was I trying to like toughen me up a bit. I think um, at the age of four years old, that's how much my parents love me. <laughs> um, and apparently, yeah, literally, no, I used to cry all the time. And my um, apparently my dad like tried to pull me out after two sessions. He was like, he absolutely hates it. He's uh, like, he shouldn't go down there. He should go and do another sport. Like he's not cut out for it. Mm-hmm. He's the worst there by a mile. He can't do touch. He's the slowest. He's just getting embarrassed. My mum was like, no, keep him in. Keep him going. <laughs> Apparently, I just like slogged it out for three years, four years. Sean's, um, Sean's competitive nature. <laughs> yeah, coming coming good. Yeah. Um, and then I ended up sort of actually starting to enjoy it. Um, Did you not yeah, really enjoy it at, at the start then? I can't does it remember. Sound, does it sound like you did? but dragged down to the club every week yeah no i just think i was really really bad like at the tag rugby i was i was really not very good at it well you're not very Um, quick are you mate yeah not very quick and not very agile so it was quite tough for me and at the time i was even more of a dweeb and even fatter than i am now so i wasn't really great so i carried on for tj's though uh played for yardley court prep school um, up to the age of 13 and continued with Tunbridge Shuddians as well um, all the way through up until under 18s so it ended up coming good for me and then obviously joined Cranbrook who we'll uh, talk uh, talk a bit about later yeah Ed, now, Ed talk my, us through my, your story my story is kind of similar to yours Mackie so, so I started going when I was about I was much more into football when I was very young so I played for Burwell oh, Foot- Football Club uh, up until the age of about uh, what seven, eight, nine, maybe nine, maybe, and then I went, I, I went down to the rugby club, Heathfield Rugby Club, um, and I didn't love it when I first got there. I actually pretty much hated it because everyone there, like, we had a couple of coaches' sons who were really quite quite good players even at that age, and they were kind of the star players. So I kind of just got shoved on the wing, and I can specifically remember one time. 
uh it was an absolutely awful awful day like pouring with rain so so muddy obviously you're wearing the short shorts the t-shirt or whatever whatever the training kit was at that point i was i think it must have been my 12th uh maybe my 11th birthday and i was stood on the wing in the freezing cold in the wet on my birthday and my mum just looked at me and said this is this is not great like the coaches he's not getting any any <laughs> of the ball the fly the, the the fly half fabian rimmer shout out <laughs> he he just <laughs> he would just took the ball ran ran through every time whatever yeah great player and and we and i was just stood on the wing like pass me the ball please i'm freezing just like, give me something to do hands shaking and uh, my mum took me home halfway through the practice session. So that's one no. of that's one of my earliest memories of rugby. Uh, <laughs> I played really positive. After, <laughs> yeah, but but it got it got a bit it got a bit better after there. Afterwards, we uh, playing for St Ronan's prep. Uh, we we actually beat the team Vine Hall, which had all the players from my rugby team in it, including that fly half who was just running through everyone. So we were pretty gassed by that in year eight. And then obviously on to Cranbrook, um, which uh, which was a whole other story. Just fell in love with it there, really. Uh, so, <laughs> who were your um, who were your biggest rivals like at prep school? So like for St Ronan's, mm. Vine Hall for sure. The guys, the guys that we beat in year eight. Because I, I mean, this was the story. So we 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 played them in year, when I was in year seven. So you got the top top two years seven and eights playing together, and they. At, absolutely trounced us I'm not sure if you remember from school Jasper Piper was playing they had a guy Fabian Rimmer who I already mentioned they just absolutely trounced us it was a bit unfair really uh, and then the next year we had a a few few more boys jump in uh, likes of Guy Kennedy Maxon who you've played with the Tunbridge Judians mm. who's a bit of a monster he was a bit it's of a good. monster at that age uh, and we uh, we just beat them so it was pretty pretty uh, good comeback Nice. That's quite good. Yeah. I've got a pretty funny prep school memory, I remember. Like, so it was for it was for Yardley Court first. So our main rival was pro- I would say New Beacon. New Bacon. Um yeah, that's New where Bacon. T-Dog went. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well that's part of the story. So I remember we had our opening match of the season against New Bacon. Um <laughs> and obviously cause both because both schools are feeder schools into Tunbridge. Tunbridge School hosted the match like on one of their like really nice pitches so we were obviously like super gassed and I remember playing I think I was playing prop and T-Dog was playing hooker really? yeah yeah it was actually and now, hilarious and now you're great friends now after yeah, being at and we, we absolutely trounced them I think George George Ankius got a hat trick yeah you guys are pretty um, good at uh, uh, prep school level like Yardley Court love prep school rugby so good. Had such a good team and I was definitely the worst player in the team. Really? I actually, I think Probably. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I remember you, Mackie, um, not from the actual game, but from match tea afterwards at, at, um, at Yardley. And you've been like really weird, just trying to make us feel really uncomfortable, like asking the weirdest <laughs> questions. I was like, what is this neek? So, <laughs> pretending, oh, you're, come house. pretending you're the biggest boss man just because you won run rugby match when you're not actually when you're not actually a good player just a fat little toad yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah well i had to make up the numbers and it was fine when you had like a team. i think like i think like four four of the players went on to play for sari's academy yeah in your team mad i think it was three or four or like all quins so we had jack harvey george um dan tier 
Um, maybe it was just three. Yeah, but that's still pretty talented. For prep school level, you're going to tear it up a little bit. Because yeah. at that, at yeah, that age, if, 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 if you're naturally talented, then you just you get the ball and you run through everyone, don't, don't you? It's kind of a bit unfair. Yeah. I think you were the only team we lost to. I think wow. I think we can safely say what Maxon liked about rugby when he when he first when he first started um, playing at Yardley. He kind of, kind of like the winning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Mal, Mal, what 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 did you what did you like about rugby? Like or just throughout your time playing? Like what what keeps you drawn into the game? Uh, I think when I'm in Cumnor, obviously I was a bit I was a bit short fat and then i had a like pretty big growth spurt like before everyone else in like year six or seven um and i got and i got into the first team at cumna through that um because obviously i was one of the taller guys was in second row so i think like obviously the physicality of it was pretty fun um but i like, actually watching it now i just like watching the backs to be honest don't really care about forwards not a massive <laughs> forwards guy <laughs> just love watching yeah. like dank running tries like steps yeah all that, all that well i think what i what i enjoyed most was when when the fullback position came available because obviously it's a smaller smaller sized team when you're a bit younger and when the fullback position came available and i was being put on the wing and subbed off the whole time and you know give everyone a chance uh and and the fullback position came came up and i was like oh I can catch. I can. I can do that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe I could. Maybe I could play there. Please pick me. So I, I managed to secure the fullback position at my club, in about year seven, and also managed to secure, uh, the fullback position for school. So that's probably my prime prime position. So that that and you know fullback's a great position because you can you can run it from anywhere. You can kick. You can. You know, there's so many options if you just catch the ball first, which I tended to do quite well. So, uh, fun, to fun position fair, to play. Similar, yeah, I had a similar thing when they started having more people in the pack. I was, I was pretty gassed because it meant that I'd actually make it into the team because all the props would be moving into second row and, and back row. And that at, at those young years, I played prop. Yeah. Um. So big so competition. Started, yeah, and I actually started making the team. Um. That was pretty fun for me. Yeah, I got well, put a Ma- prop one year at Cumnor. <laughs> the one game oh, I hurt. No, I, you in- didn't. I injured my neck. <laughs> yeah, at Cumnor. I can't. It must have been like year six. I was pretty how, fat then. It was. How it was fat were fat. you, mate? Pretty fat, mate. Like you didn't see me pr- before I had my growth, but I was pretty fat. <laughs> Three man scrums. Three man scrums. No, nah, one man scrum. Me. Just <laughs> <laughs> Just me, <laughs> versus the rest of the team. No, um, Absolutely I can't remember. Just the, just normal scrums, I guess. Probably no. It was with it was with second rows. I'm pretty sure. But I just remember that I I got I was I was usually playing second row, and one of the teachers he was like, "Yeah, go in at prop." I had no idea what I was doing. Literally hurt my neck. Was like <laughs> off for like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so moving on to Cranbrook, which was obviously the prime rugby years of our life. Um, we all played. I mean, I think I missed. I had one match in the B team when I started, and then we all played in the in the A team from year nine to year eleven. And then it, we, us three, were in the second team in year twelve, and then in the first team for year thirteen. So quite a you know standard rugby career for senior school. Um, what are, what are some of your best memories from from playing at Cranbrook, fellas? Well, obviously year nine was all right. We didn't. We had a pretty bad coach, didn't we? So, God, that wasn't that memorable at all. Um, 
But... Do, you, do you remember he was like, he used to call George Lightning, and he'd be yeah. like, go on, Lightning. <laughs> like, oh, what are you talking so, about? So George, George Anker, who Maxim mentioned earlier, he, he went on to play Saracens Academy, and, and in year nine, he was just at that level where it was give George the ball because he will run through everyone. And <laughs> and our coach was this was this can- Canadian bloke. I can't even remember his name, honestly. Yeah, neither. Mr. McDonald. He, Mr. McDonald. <laughs> Mr. McDonald. And he, he left. He left a, a year or two after we played rugby in year nine, so when we were in year 11. Yeah. And yeah, he used, to, he used to stand on the sideline, not really coach us, just go give the ball to, <laughs> give the ball to George because he's lightning. Ka-chow. About to have a Canadian coach a rugby team, though. Like, I didn't realise how stupid that was at the time. <laughs> But he was he was so bad. You kinda do a right rugby mate, thank you. You seen you seen uh you seen Nguenya uh Gas Habana. No, that was the States, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, mate. <laughs> good one. Oh, good rugby <laughs> knowledge. No, I think I think um I think co- coaching wise we've had a we've had a couple of couple of good coaches, a couple of bad coaches. So year ten we had a guy called Mr. O'Brien or David O'Brien, otherwise known as Dob. Who was, mm. what I think probably the best coach in the school, and he used to take year ten so that he could like prime them just before they go into the senior years, and we we had him. He was uh he claimed to have played for Newcastle Falcons. <laughs> did do he? we know if that was? Do we know if that was I true? I think he did. I think he did. I thought he said he played for Wasps. Mm. Yeah, it was sure definitely def- <laughs> definitely the, definitely the Falcons. He was like, yeah, I was Johnny Wilkinson's number two or whatever. But, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely not true. Definitely, no. definitely chat. Great, great coach though. Um, like you could tell he had the skill set when he joined in our little games of touch, and he he used to keep the backs every every practice session. He used to keep the backs afterwards, not the forwards, which most coaches would do because when you're at schoolboy level, it's the coaches that need the most. It's the forwards that need the most. You know, like scrum practice and line out practice you know just drilling it rather than the backs just looking classy and good looking on the outside and he used to take the the backs every night and we used to just run through our moves and i think that was great because the next year we had a coach called mr rug who did the same thing but with the forwards so in year 10 we had loads and loads of backs coaching and pressure because you know we had george and our team and the stars were in the back line and then when when we got to year eleven, which was our most successful season, we only lost one game out of eleven or something. So we we uh, yeah we we got we got also, there. So the reason for that was because, in my opinion, it was basically the only year where we were properly drilled into knowing exactly what we were going to do. Like what, having, having a set play, page. having a set play. Yeah, set pattern, and that's what like all the all the best teams and clubs do. Like if if I compare my time at Cranbrook to my time at TJ's, for when I when I played at Cranbrook, so we basically when we played in year eleven with Mr. Rugg, we had basically one pattern of play to that we that we knew how to do it every single time. Well, it was fairly and, it was fairly simple, wasn't it? It was just give nine to a forward. You go around the corner, you take the outside arc, and yeah. you spread it. You spread it one way, you spread it the other, and then after two times. The backs get it, and the forwards, their yeah, forwards, yeah, should be knackered. Okay. Sure, sure, but like, then I compare that to my time at TJ's, where we had we had things like that, but we had over three different patterns, which were far more complex than that, and every single person in the academy could execute all of them. 
Okay, yes. So, uh, so I, I, I know this because I actually went to a training session with you. Um, mm. You didn't drag me along. I was very happy to go, but I was kind of like a bit, a bit, you know, it felt a little bit out of place because my rugby knowledge isn't bad. I can kind of fit into a system if someone just tells me, but it was kind of like assumed that everyone knew exactly what mm. was going on. So <laughs> when it's like that, it's obviously great because everyone in the team knows what's going on. Obviously, I was just there for one practice session. Yeah. But it just but that's does... how you win stuff. Yeah. That's how you win because imagine if like if you if you train because the prob- the problem is with schoolboy rugby in general, I think is you only start getting good coaches as you go up the school. So that means that you you don't really get proper structure to your game until you really reach year 11. And like to me that's not really good enough and then even in year 11 the coaching isn't really like that good and it's also not it's it's often all right for the A teams but the B teams it's not normally anywhere near as good so the Bs won't know any patterns that an A team knows so you have no synergy whatsoever and no like inter inter replacement kind of like things to do whereas at a club I don't know like I assume it's similar to some of the other best clubs and academies but the under 16 C team will play the exact way to the under 18 A's yeah so it does so, so you can have people move around and it doesn't matter it's ingrained in in the club which is which yeah, is literally. a good way of doing it I mean we did kind of had that at school I mean, we had what well, black, red, green, but it was very, very standard. And that was that was the way. Of, <laughs> that was the black. That, that was the way it worked in the school. Um, and you know, at first team level, it got it should have got more complicated. But again, our coach wasn't necessarily up to scratch. Uh, yeah, hit, I don't want to slag off Dave. I mean, no. it's not Dave's fault. I mean, we we love we love Dave. Dave's a lovely guy, and uh, obviously good friends with our with a friend of the show, Rory McConaughey. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. uh, I don't know. It it was it was hard for Dave because he coached he coached second team level when we were in year twelve, so coached all of us, and we had a very good season. Mm-hmm. But I think that was probably more based on the quality of the players because a few of our players could have easily slotted into that first team, no problem. Um, yeah, and in 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 you, year thirteen, you played in the first, didn't you? I think I played I played one match in in year twelve, yeah, and it was against I played one. It was against that New Zealand team, Tablonga Boys College. I came on at, at the end, and it was mm-hmm. terri- it was terrifying, terrifying. They're massive. When was your um, game, Mackie? I can't exact. I think it was against like Chisholm Sid or something. Um, I think Patch Bolin was injured, and then I just moved up for one game. Oh nice. Um and then missed and then I think I was on like geography trip the next week and Mr. Green was like, You're not committed, so you're definitely getting dropped and not even being on the bench again. And I was That's like, kinda really? stupid. I've got I've I've got I have got a geography trip. <laughs> Please don't drop yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So ridiculous. He was like, Nah, you're getting dropped and also like I had like ten line outs that game, I hit nine out of ten. He was like, Yeah, you can't do that in schoolboy rugby, you've got to hit ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> that is so ridiculous. Like, that is the worst excuse to drop someone I've ever what? heard. So life. they're gonna drop Jamie George because he he fluffs the line out. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, first team level is so high. I can't miss a single line out. <laughs> what is going on? Now, nah, to be fair, I remember in year twelve, um, he came up to me like in like the first weekend of year twelve. He was like, uh, "Hi, Malachi. So I've uh, put you in the fourth team. Is that okay?" I was like, "What?" And then, then like, <laughs> I was like, solid uh, I mean, second not team really. Player. And then, and then, so then I, he was like, yeah, I put you in the fourth team and just walked off. 
then obviously the fourth team match I think got cancelled. I was a bit like, what the hell? Like playing the A's, like year eleven A's, could be dropped to the fourths. Um, it's a bit ridiculous. I think they were pretty much. Yeah. I think there were also B players in the in the thirds and stuff from last year. I've got quite a funny rugby memory that I have from my year thirteen, um, and we we were part of the Champions Cup. You know the the top schools competition. Uh, for rugby, uh, playing against teams like Wellington, Millfield, all the big schools, and we came up against um, all the lads, St John's Leatherhead, in the first round, and we decided because it was quite a big match. Oh, let's uh, actually no, that's not true. We didn't get we didn't get someone to film it. We nicked the film off St John's because they they were that keen that they were filming. <laughs> And <laughs> and they had all sorts of coaching staff. They were taking it seriously, seriously. We we were lucky to get ten ten other pupils up to watch us, and we played a good game. I mean, we lost we lost thirty five sixteen or something. You know, not not particularly close, but still we we put in a good showing. And one of the tries that we scored. So this guy called Tom Batson, shout out Tom, who had the biggest head known to man. <laughs> Not gonna lie, we 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 called him big head guy. He was he was impossible not to see because because he played number eight. He was just he was head and shoulders above everyone else, but at the same time, his head was about the size of two rugby balls. <laughs> so so we so he he'd scored in the corner, and I was I was on the I was playing on the wing that game. So I was standing just behind him as as I was walking back to to go and. To go and get back into position for the kickoff, I, tu- I, t- I turn, I turn, and and the camera's right next to me, and I almost look at the camera and go, "Yes, cuz," really, really loudly. Such a tweet <laughs> in front of everyone. Yes, cuz. Yes, the worst celebration ever. The Can we get the clip of that up on the on the Instagram after to yeah, share yeah, everyone we'll listening? See if we can find it. We'll see if we can yeah. find it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's probably my, my most embarrassing memory because we were watching the video back, obviously, yeah. think, going, oh my God, look at this, look at that. And then uh, suddenly <laughs> Batson scores and I'm there going, yes, cuz, really loudly. <laughs> so embarrassing. I got, I got sent off in that game. For what? Sent off? Or just red? Yeah, for... No, <laughs> no I got a yellow. Oh. They, for um, what, what happened? Oh, so they had like a tap penalty um and then like i was just basically really pissed off i think i i gave away the penalty and i was jogging back i was literally about one meter away from the guy that taps it and like their dweeby their dweeby scrum half tapped it and like i i absolutely mullered him backwards <laughs> and then the ref was like to be fair mackie you <laughs> always squared up to like players you're like such an aggressive player on the pitch yeah, I remember. I remember some one really funny memory of someone squaring up to me. It was against Judd in year thirteen, and it was um, who was it? That one of the Walker twins on their side. Oh yeah. Um, and he he squared up to me and was like, "What are you?" He was like, "What are you gonna do, Mister Potato Head?" <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> it was hilarious. me, me wearing like a scrum cap, and I was like, "Oh, he's got me." Right. <laughs> 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 that is like you know, that's yeah, no, so classic. Um, 
I remember you squaring up to like Hugh Turnbull against like Eastbourne, like grabbing him by the shirt or something because of that, like, because there was a bit of a scrap in the middle of the game. I could just, I'm on the wings, so I'm like not involved in it. So I was just watching, I could just see you at the center of like the fight. It's like the small, smallest hooker versus like this massive, like six foot plus guy. Yeah, but I loved it because I knew. Like if I if I ever started signing with someone, I know someone far larger would run in like G. Let's talk <laughs> let's talk about G. Can we talk about G, please? Because his transformation is actually something of big note. So this guy played what C team rugby up until year, <laughs> yeah. year eleven, and then got got in the gym and managed to sweat it out basically. So he was basically the biggest guy in school. And managed to make it into the first team prop. And if he caught the ball, he was going to do some serious damage. But 90% of the time, he didn't. So, mm. just try to run over people. Do you remember that that inside ball he did with Charlie, Russell Vick? When oh. Charlie, I think we called it orange. orange yeah. And Charlie would take it, take it sideways a bit and pop it inside to G. And it would it, it would work so many times. <laughs> the dude rampage through the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie though Charlie would have to literally place it in G's hands yeah, because be like, hold it G and G would be like G <laughs> <laughs> so for those that don't get the reference we call G his real name is Kieran but we call him G which is short for Jim because he's, he literally <laughs> lived in the gym I mean this guy this guy would walk around with dumbbells strapped to his hands he was that obsessed but you know he's a he's very good he playing for your very useful York first team now, so uh, big, big, big on the wing. On the wing big, yeah, he's slimmed down loads. Big respect to G. To be, to be um, fair, I still would. I would hate to come up against like him on the wing. Like, yeah, horrible. Pa- most because you, tackle. You know, he's bounce. just he's just gonna try and bounce you every time because he doesn't I even try to run around you. He just tries to run through you. He doesn't it even was, attempt to step you. Or <laughs> it was when we were playing sevens in in year thirteen at the uh, boarding state school uh, yeah, yeah. competition. And mm. we, G got the ball on the wing, and and he and he ran half the length of the this. pitch, and came up against their one guy they had at the back, the fullback, and he literally just thought, you, you knew from the moment G got you're the ball, G saw him, <laughs> he, he he was like, you're you're not gonna enjoy this, you're you're, you're not gonna enjoy this. The guy who's like this dweeby guy about the size of me, so tiny at the, at that stage, he like looking like a mouse compared to G rampaging <laughs> up the centre. So G obviously being a bit arrogant, being bigger than everyone else, he tries he tries to absolutely demolish this kid. So G <laughs> it was a bit like Jonah Lomi, but when Jonah Lomi gets tackled <laughs> he, 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 G go round him, go, go round, round him. him. <laughs> Everyone on the touchline going like step, step, inside, inside <laughs> And he just tunnel vision. I'm gonna run over this guy. <laughs> runs, so much space. Runs so straight. Much space. It would have been easier to go around him. Runs, <laughs> runs straight into him. Literally trips over him. The guy tackles him really well. Yeah, he just like I'm falls sure, backwards. Pretty sure he he concedes a penalty and we don't score. It's like, <laughs> oh god, come on. Can we talk about um, your favourite Alex Presnell memory? Oh, for like we haven't given him enough recognition in this. I've, I, yeah, Alex. So Alex Presnell was head of, head of voice games at our school for twenty. I want to say somewhere between twenty and twenty five years. So a long time. He knew every. He coached Rory McConaughey. He was first team coach for a long time. Um, 
proceeded to coach sometimes the third, sometimes the fourth, like teams basically that needed a coach. And he, such an iconic bloke for people that went to Cranbrook because he, he had this aura around him where he just couldn't mess with him. But he could mess with you 100%. So we had this moment on our rugby tour uh, in when we were going into year 12. So we toured New Zealand, Australia and Hong Kong. And a bunch of students, when we were in Queenstown, had been caught drinking. And Prez knew all about it and he knew he knows what students are like and looking back at it now you you knew he just knew everything that was going on and and he he had every idea that he just wanted to mess with these with these guys that have been drinking and it wasn't us by the way we would never be so naughty as to do that but (laughs) he he took the whole the whole tour about 40 because the girls playing hockey as well so 40 odd boys 50 odd boys 30 odd girls and he took the whole tour sat us all down in this conference room and just had a go at every single one of us and it was the four people that had actually been drinking sat at the very front that were like (laughs) shitting themselves about 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 wanting to about like getting sent home or whatever like press going i will call your parents and i will send you home and and as as a what 16 year old kid you're like (laughs) (laughs) what what are your guys best press memories mine's sort of like in general but do you remember the way that Prez used to treat Major? He just he would just like <laughs> take the piss out of the way Prez used to treat Major. He would just literally just rip Major at any possible opportunity, <laughs> <laughs> abuse him, even if Major's doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, Major Major got enough abuse already. Bear in mind from us, we used to call him Slug, Fat Madge, like. <laughs> Just, just outrageous, <laughs> outrageous amount of abuse. Then when a teacher comes in and just starts going like, "Oh, major, not you again." Right, <laughs> <laughs> like, no major. <laughs> what about you, Mal? Yeah. Do you have any any memories of Perez? He was just quite a funny guy, to be honest. I especially enjoyed when he was um in Cornwallis in um in year th- when we were in year thirteen. He did like duties. That was always fun. Just like chat, literally just sit down duty room, chat to him about rugby and stuff. But, yeah, but yeah. you know, you could. He's the kind of guy where you could literally have a conversation about anything. He's so well traveled, and he's yeah. got a story story about anyone. Um, and uh, yeah, I can I can remember at points like he was one of the only people out of the staff in Cornwallis, my boarding house, who I could actually talk to about stuff because even though I didn't know him that well the whole way through school, just felt like he was so like wise and worldly that. You know, he, he's he, was, kind of, he was a really nice guy, to be fair, as well. He's the kind of person you can trust with, you know, not your deepest, darkest secrets, but certainly um, <laughs> certainly information that you wouldn't share with everyone. But, I feel uh, like he was also so, like, loyal to Cranbrook. I remember, like, in pre-match team talks, he would literally, he'd go in on another school. Like yeah. about how much about how much he hates the school <laughs> and like this is what he hates about it and this is what you should do to them. It was just like brilliant. Yeah, he 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 had he had a a big competitive streak, which obviously being uh, well, he played a lot of rugby as a kid. Uh, he was a winger, wasn't he? He was quick. Yeah, and he mm. played football for Chelsea as well, academy. So sporting uh, background. And uh, a lot when, of cricket as well. When you're that competitive, yeah, he played Kent seniors. I know when when we were in year mm. thirteen. So big shout out to Prez. If 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 you're listening, just uh, 
get in touch. We'd love we'd love to hear from you again. Uh, yeah. Mal, what have been your worst rugby injuries? <laughs> well, <laughs> obviously, I got I got I've, I haven't been much of an injury ridden player to be honest, except one minor injury to the uh, old sack. Um, <laughs> Set the scene, Mal. We need a full story here. So, uh, I think it was Dartford we were playing. Um, it was a bit of a grim day, a bit rainy. Um, but yeah, I was playing at this point. It was a year twelve. I was playing a uh, back row, I think, and um, had a pre. I was started off pretty well. Had a good game. Oh wait, I got to, I got got off it. Got mentioned that. Uh, one thing I didn't have, I lent my scrum cap to someone in the first team. I can't remember who, but. That's I reckon that was a that was a bit of foreshadowing for a potential uh, bad not, omen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Lucky yeah, scrum have, cap. Yeah, yeah, the trusty scrum cap but, keeps um, your bollocks safe. Yeah, exactly. Without that, how are you gonna stay protected? But um, but yeah, st- start off pre pre good game. Think scored a try off like driving more for line out. Um, so I was doing pretty well. Um, <laughs> and then um, I think. What happened was I went for a try saving tackle from behind and as I was tackling him, the guy's leg flicked up and I guess you can, uh, I'll leave that to your imagination to see what happened, but it, it wasn't pretty. <laughs> and you had to go to hospital, right? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't too and bad. It wasn't just, actually that bad. Just, but, just um, to confirm, your uh, private areas are intact now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're exactly. Yeah, they're all, all you're, good you're, as new. Your girlfriend will vouch for that, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, big, yeah, big, exactly. big shout out, Ellen Newton. <laughs> Ellen Sleeve. <laughs> Ellen Sleeve. But yeah, um, but yeah, all good new. But that was that was a bit of a painful one. Um, I had to take the rest of the season off, I think. But I was back playing on the wing um, in year thirteen. Yeah, big move for you there. You, you played second row in year eleven and then moved over his to bollocks, the wing. His bollocks could not take any more of it in second row. <laughs> no, no yeah, exactly. They they had to have a bit of a rest. Yeah, Mackie, what injuries have you had throughout your time? I haven't really had any, to be honest. That's quite lucky, um, to be fair. Being a hooker, mm. you you would have expected. Yeah, I mean, my neck and shoulders are a, like a little bit screwed up now, but um, nah, nothing really. I've got I've got pretty lucky. The worst I've literally had is like a badly sprained ankle. So really, calm. all about all about you. Yeah, I broke I broke my arm once. Uh, mm. I didn't really, I think it was I think it was year eight. And I was playing for Heathfield down in Hastings uh, against Hastings Rugby Club, and this fat fucker he <laughs> he uh, ta- tackled me from behind. I was obviously holding the ball in one hand. Uh, I mm. I fell on well, he fell on top of me. I fell on top of the ball, and the ball fell on top of my wrist. So uh, you can kind of guess there was a bit of crushing uh, involved. And yeah. I actually I actually tried to play on. I'm pretty sure I was a bit I was a bit like bit in shock. <laughs> I, I was a bit in shock i think so i didn't really know what had happened it didn't it, it didn't feel that bad at the exact moment that it happened so i think i actually caught a pass and then i went out shipped it on and uh yeah had to come off my arm's a little bit broken here yeah so i think I quite badly sprained my groin once because... Oh, another private areas yeah. injury. No, because I was like over the ball on a jackal and some massive fat guy came through and I kind of just like sat down on on my ass and my groin 
got a bit screwed up. Yeah. Well, so he bounced you. He bounced me in a ruck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you want to put it that way. <laughs> I got bounced, yeah. I wouldn't know. By Burl. Talking of getting bounced, Mackie, who's who's the best player you've played with or against? Yeah, I mentioned it on the previous pod, it's got to be um, Ben Earl for me. Uh, yeah. Ben Earl, England player, Sarri's player. Who else have I played against? Ruben, Ruben Bertulic. Yeah, Saracen's player him. as well. Yeah, Sarri's now. Yeah, he's up um, there for me. I played against Marcus Smith in year eight against Brighton. Yeah, in the England squad, um, playing for Harlequins, good player. I haven't really got anyone else. My, Mikey Gatehouse playing for Nottingham. <laughs> Nottingham. He was he was a very good player. Quinn's Academy. Yeah. Also, uh, a stellar guy. I mean, an absolute dick on the field, but a really nice guy off the field. I really mm. liked him. Um, yeah, good mate. Good mate of mine. Yeah. Uh, right. I think we're going to do some rating of each other now as rugby players. So oh, no. who, who, who wants to start? Should I, should I give it a go first? I've got some pros. Ed, you, you start. Got some pros and cons of both of you. <laughs> Um, right, 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 Mackie. I've got some pro, pros for you. You have no, start with the cons. Start with the cons. No, no, because nah, start with the pros. It, it relates. It relates. Okay, okay, okay go on. So then. wait, uh, the first thing I've got, I've got bullet line out throw. We yeah. all we all know nine out of ten on your first game of the first team bullet mate, and it was obviously <laughs> obviously the lifters' fault for you missing that last one. Yeah, um, <laughs> I've got you. Actually, you actually can properly pass off both hands, which for a cook, which for a hooker is pretty good. So I've put essentially a ten. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you've scored. You score a lot of important important tries. Uh, you're a try scorer, and also in year twelve, you moved to number six for half a season, which really impressed mm. me. And also, you, you love getting on the jackal. So, I yeah, I think, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I think I think you're. Uh, what's what's the word? Um, adaptive. You can play Versat- versatile. Versatile. That's the word. Um, however, should I should I give should I give my pros of Mackie ha- ha- as we're going? Ha- uh, yeah, go for it. Yeah, just to add to that, I I I just obviously I just remember your work rate and fitness was pretty good. Um, and <laughs> obviously that's... aggress aggression. With that's the things where I wrote down. No actual rugby skills. Sorry, aggression. Man. Don't don't get <laughs> yeah, cheers, don't guys. get the toad angry. You won't yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I was quite a good team player as well. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, you were captain of uh, TJ's, weren't you? Yeah, for a season. Yeah. Yeah, I'll so you know, you prove you prove you you can step up. But uh, I put I've got down here the cons. I've got uh, you, so you can pass off both hands. So you're essentially a ten. But then there's the fact that you think that you can actually play ten. <laughs> <laughs> You, yeah, that's the issue. You you can't. It was in sevens when you you'd stand you stand at the ten position. It's like oh no, here we go again. And you try doing some sick dummy switch move or whatever. Zero gas, zero step. That's another thing I've got down. Think thinks he can step. It's not the fact that he can't step. It's the fact that he thinks he can step. Yeah, I remember he you and Kit Thompson had a beer had a bit of beef in year thirteen over who would be the better yeah. ten. Yeah, and Kit, I feel like Kit. Kit to be fair, happy. to be serious, I think Kit Kit's maybe a far better player because, I mean, we used to have like competitions with each other each game who could get the most jackals. Um, yeah, well, Kit, oh, Kit, was our, tackles, yeah. Kit was our open side flanker, by the way, for those who don't know. But um, yeah, good, good player, like a bit, bit smaller than a bit of a Michael Hooper esque player because he was a bit smaller, but still get gets over the ball and uh, 
Good player. I definitely beat him on the jackals though. If he's listening, I don't know. I think I think when I think about when I think about you you jackling compared to Kit jackling, I would say I remember you jackling a bit more than. uh, But maybe Kit was a bit of a tackling machine. Yeah, if Kit Kit wants to answer that, he can get get on the pod and and make a challenge. There you go. You've been called out, Kit Thompson. Yeah. Um, Right, Mal. Should we move on to you? I've got, I've got, I've got a, a couple, pros. couple of pros. <laughs> couple. <laughs> no, you know, I've got a no, mate. Uh, serious, in all seriousness, you are a try scorer. We saw that in our last match for school, where you got a couple set up by myself. Mm. Thank, wait, that set up by myself. Thank you very much, mate. Winning and uh, you are, you are a gas man. <laughs> right? Definitely not winning. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're a you're 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 a fast player, um, and also I've got down that you can play wing or or flanker because I reckon you definitely could still play flanker. Versatility. I I actually played um fullback for one game at uh at uni. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. And however, (laughs) (laughs) wait, I want to say my pros. I want to say my pros. I think you're you're basically prepared to do whatever it takes for the team, given that you can you play in like any position. Yeah, sacrifice like, bollocks. Even prop. Yeah, sacrifice. You put your bollocks on the line. Yeah, That's mate. what I like about you. I like, I like to see the credit there for that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Um, cons. Yeah, you, your your hands are oh cons. All right. Uh, could have better hands. Mate, my passing's pretty good. No, no, I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you why Mal's hands aren't bad because we had a corridor in sixth form. It's called the sixth form corridor, um, in our boarding house, and Mal and I just used to stand there chatting and chucking a rugby ball about. It was about a ten meter long corridor, but we used to just stand there chucking a rugby ball to each other using both hands. So Mal's hands were definitely better than some of the forwards. For sure, Kieran. some of the forwards. I can, I can Matt... spit off both left and right. That's like yeah. No, I think your pass is all right, but yeah, catch it. it yeah, it's because I it's because I haven't got fingers. the biggest hands. That's why. Look, small hands. Yeah, <laughs> that's weird for an Irishman. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, Mal, you, Mal, you, you, you're awful at kicking. You, you can't <laughs> kick. Let me, let, <laughs> let, let me, let me, let me, let me take you back. <laughs> let me take you back to our, our year thirteen game against Simon Langton when. Oh. One of my best. Memories. I was I was playing fullback and Maliki was playing on the wing, and the ball gets kicked down to me. I catch the ball, obviously being the best the best fullback ever, and I I pass I I pass the ball to Maliki because I've I've got a man on me. Maliki throws the ball slightly forward as if to kick it, swings his leg, and completely misses the ball. <laughs> Simon Langton pick up the ball. And run through and score. We lose the game. I actually, the thing is, I actually don't remember. Me and doing Mal that. cried, mate. Yeah, I was devastated. <laughs> I, I, as you said, I put my I put my bo- put my bollocks on the line between. <laughs> so, so if I if I'm gonna do that and I'm not gonna we're not gonna win, then gonna be a bit yeah, upset. That was that was a tough game. No, that, that, was, that was another by far. That was another match. Game. There was Heaven. another match where against Skinners, which we also lost, where you did pretty much the same thing. Skeens. Apart from, my, I think I it scored actually, in that Skeens match though. So I think it, it actually, actually hit. I think it actually hit your foot that time though, and it went slightly. Yeah, forward. yeah. I, I sliced it straight into their <laughs> winger's hands. So I was a bit like, what? yeah, brilliant, classic. Uh, you guys want to do any other cons? Oh, Mal, you're quite quiet. That's that's the other thing. What on the pitch? You're, yeah, you're quite quiet on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, on the wing, it's a bit. 
didn't need to speak loudly. Him. Just just going going about his work, you know, quietly. Yeah, mate, give me the ball, and then I action speak loud the words, mate. Yeah, true, <laughs> true, true. true. <laughs> Should we speak about Ed's uh, yeah pros? Ed's <laughs> nah, to be fair, at the beginning in year nine, Ed not the best of players from my memory. Nah, he was he was alright, he was alright, but um, I was definitely average, if not worse. Than yeah, average. you were a bad teammate as well. Yeah, I just remember that you. I've got written in my notes here. <laughs> wait, how, I, wait, sorry, sorry. How was I a bad teammate? <laughs> <laughs> India nine, India nine and ten. Because I just feel like you, you're a little bit too selfish. Yeah, maybe, but that kind of stayed with you the whole way through. We we're not doing the contract <laughs> now. We're still doing the pros. We're still doing the pros. Now yeah, carry yeah. on, carry on. <laughs> no, yeah. So at the beginning, um, in year nine, I had, I, I, you were, you were a bit slow. I've got written down slower no, than We're doing bats. pros. <laughs> Trying to be pros. <laughs> no, here. but this is the, this is the growth of Ed. I've got written down. Okay, so, okay. so yeah, slower than Batson. Yeah, slow, <laughs> s- slow in brackets, slower than Batson. Um, <laughs> And then I've also got that dank kick against King, King's Canterbury. So oh, if you, if you that remember was... that one, that last play, last like, play. kick it out and Ed tries to kick it across <laughs> the pitch and he misses <laughs> and it goes backwards that. and their winger nearly runs onto it. Well, and... I kicked it completely the wrong way because I thought there was someone behind me. So I kicked it <laughs> about 40 metres to the opposite touchline <laughs> and it didn't reach. Yeah, um, no surprise there, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay do you want to carry on with your pro <laughs> no but yeah it, but then obviously that. after year nine ed grew quite a bit got quite a bit better and his, mm. one of the standout things i've heard was definitely tackling like pretty mm. much never miss a tackle um which yeah, was good for a fullback yeah, especially when you had lee ames on the wing so. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> nah ed your tackling's pretty sick to be fair and your left boot was quite good as well yeah yeah, yeah. Um, i wrote kicking as well because you were useful to have um for like uh kicking like to touch or conversions if um with the other guys didn't well, yeah, Char- charlie charlie rv yeah yeah definitely number one was that you weren't afraid to put your body on the line and you yeah. definitely got a lot faster yeah um, and then um and your left hand pass was good not sure about your right there, but yeah, Mo- well, I think yeah, yeah. yeah I've d- I think since I got to uni, uh, like I've got I've stayed selfish one hundred percent. Like I do not pass it nearly enough. No, Edward, out. we haven't done the cons. Yet, shout mate. out, shout out to the Kempsey <laughs> Rugby Boys. They know like I scored in my first season. I scored like hat trick after hat trick. So when everyone else got a bit better in my second season, just didn't pass the pool, didn't score any tries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ed, I remember. Can we move on to cons now? Because yeah, I remember. Yeah. In year 12, when we were playing against Eastbourne, that was the most frustrating game, Ed. You were so annoying that match. Basically, Ed actually, to be fair, you did a few I good things. I was actually in... Was, it, was I not in the B no, for that weren't. match? Yeah, Eastbourne. in the seconds in year 12. Oh. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, you made... To be fair, you made, like, some good breaks... But I just remember you trying to dummy the fullback like three times in a row. It was the most frustrating thing. That's that's just a trust thing. That's a trust thing because you know, I when you're when you're a first team. No, player, I think Ed, I think I remember. I think I remember. I think you it's because you went through on the first one and you dummied and you scored. And I've I was just like hurting inside. I was like sake he's gonna try and do that every time now and you and you did you broke like two more times tried to dummy and got tackled both times and we lost the game by one try 
Mate, it wasn't as bad when we played Seven Oaks and Ed did that <laughs> dummy, did literally the tiniest dummy ever, literally barely moved his hands, fooled their centre, somehow fooled the centre, ran through and then just got a massive ego thinking he could like run yeah. through that every single time. We won that game by like 70 <laughs> points though. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I feel like this has become just a rip Ed, like I was really nice about you. <laughs> we were nice about you, we yeah, were we so were, nice about but... you Ed. What you you, you started off you started off by saying all my cons. <laughs> then you said a little bit about how I grew as a player a little bit. Then you said something nice about my tackling, and now you're just back to Ed, mate. You're selfish. You did, and, Ed. You did, yeah. and your step definitely got better as well. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was gonna. I put the step down as a con. Oh uh, well, yeah, it's a con, but it's, it's an improved con. Ed, <laughs> one of your one of your one of your downsides one of your downsides is his lack of try scoring ability yeah for a winger okay okay this is true for year 13 this is true for year 13 at uni i have scored many a try and also in year 12 i was one of the top try scorers in the team so and also ed the worst thing about your lack of try scoring is that you blame it on people not passing you the ball and that's really bad for the team well the thing is george doesn't pass the ball so we hate a blamer (laughs) 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 in all seriousness though ed you are a good part of the team you're clearly really really competitive and yeah yeah that definitely helps and genuinely wanted to win and cared about it unlike some people the aims no i did literally couldn't i think (laughs) i think i can safely say i think i can safely say that the the rugby years at cranbrook were 100 percent the best years of my rugby career so far like I've, I've had some very very good times at uni playing rugby in a very yeah. in in what was at a points a very good team like because we chopped and changed players a lot but you know i think mm. I, I say i say on behalf of all of us here that you know cranbrook was something where you progress through the school it's just the same for every school school boy really you uh progress through the school together you're there for five years or seven years depending on where you are and uh, it's it's like a not to be uh, you know like wet or anything, but it's 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 a it's a pretty special and a definitely fun thing. And mm. it's 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 good that we can have these conversations about like how we've improved or whatever, or how we think we can step or think we can play ten. I think yeah, our sure. our last game was definitely like the perfect way to end it as well. After certain someone had a stinker and lost the game for everyone against yeah. Simon Langton. Um, <laughs> yeah, we played the same came, team again. Yeah. I don't know what that was, but yeah, we played them again, but at home this time, and we beat them. We beat them pretty convincingly, yeah, by forty yeah, odd points, them. I think. So yeah, mm. and I think on on that note of of that uh, nice time that we ended ended on at Crown Road, I think we'll uh, we'll end there. Thank you very much for listening to Much Ado About Rugby uh, episode four. Um, do go and follow the Instagram page at Much Ado About Rugby, and we'll see you in the next episode. Rugby.